what's up guys welcome to are we really surviving with nico um okay first and foremost i'm gonna say yes it's been a while i've had a lot of ups and a lot of downs happen within the last two months and so i'm really just gonna give you guys some really good content i'm so excited because what's so crazy is Sometimes people will pretend and they will try to create content and just try to help others. Um, me, I like to create content based on what I've been through and um, what I go through so that way I can share it with you and hopefully it'll support you in your life. So kick back, relax. Here we go. <laughs> um, like I said, it's been a long two months. And the last episode I recorded was probably one of my favorites. Um, so if you haven't heard it, please go back. Go listen. Um, this one is probably going to rock your socks. Because a lot of people deal with anxiety. Okay, and not even going to front. Um, this is something that I've really like tried not to bring to the podcast because um, <laughs> it's still an ongoing thing. It's not something that you just kind of like push away. Um, yesterday, I made a Facebook post about anxiety that kind of shook some feathers and I'm just going to go ahead and dive into that, okay? Um, I heard a live the other day, and she was talking about how anxiety starts with your digestive system, like your gut health, okay? Um, and that's from when you're in the womb. So whatever your mom was eating or doing while she was pregnant with you ultimately push your nervous system into this um, oh how do I put it it just put it into this like anxious state um, and you can really tell that when kids are born um, and from kid to kid, it's so different, you know. Um, if your parents were on drugs, you can really tell when a kid is stressed out. <sighs> Sorry, Dobie's sitting with us today, so. <laughs> um, you can tell when a kid is stressed out. And when they're uh, stressed out because of drugs, you know. Um, and, and then on top of that, it just makes them very anxious and... All of that so that's 100% environmental okay um, but it starts with the gut health like your parents or your mom um, ate a certain way you know and so you ultimately got exactly what she had in her gut and um, so 
growing up, all you've ever known is to be anxious. Um, I witnessed this with my child. When she was in my room, I did not take care of my body at all. And um, I ate whatever I wanted to. Therefore, my body was stressed out and anxious. The way she came into this earth was very stressed out and anxious. You know, um, there was no calm to it at all whatsoever. Um, Her whole first month of her life was stressed out and anxious. So, environmental-wise, growing up for her... You would imagine, you know, how stressed out and anxious that she is. And everything I do with her is calm and collective. I rarely yell at her, uh, rarely raise my voice because um, I know that I already have put a lot of stress on her body when she was born and in my womb. So um, those kind of things you can... um, steer yourself into or you know if it's your child you can um, support them in different ways so that they're not anxious all the time if you're yelling at them if you're um, you know everything is a problem when they say stuff or you know I'm going to talk about this on the on the next one Um, I guess I'll tell you guys already, uh, we're going to be talking about parenting in the next one, but, um, literally a lot of this year in school is hard for her because of the environment she was put in last year was like ups and downs and stuff that she wasn't really used to. And so even when she gets into trouble, I, um, I don't yell because, um, I've realized that when I yell at her, I really should just say raise my voice like it doesn't bring out the answers that I want when I'm calm and collected and um, I'm able to have a conversation with her that's when she's able to tell me exactly what she's feeling what happened Um, I can bring her down from a 10 to a 2 pretty much um, just by talking to her and having a conversation with her so anxiety 100% starts with your gut health 100% Um, because then you're aware of how to fix it. Um, everything starts with your gut health and then moves to your nervous system. Okay. Um, I don't have any scientific proof of that, but I know from myself and from my daughter that that is 100% true. So fight me on it all you want. I don't care. (laughs) Um, but this is something that is near and dear to my heart because um, I have lived through anxiety my whole life. You know, um, at a young age, my mom told me I was afraid of my own shadow. Like little things would scare the hell out of me. And I didn't really know why, you know. Um, environmental for me was... Um, the things that I was listening to and the things that I was watching that created stories in my head of how life really was, you know, um, or how I thought life was. And um, 
I mean, it's just a lot. Um, so yes, I, I would watch movies and I lived in California growing up and I would watch movies and, um, I basically was watching these movies that were based in California. So I thought they were still true, um, I thought the gang life was pretty much more harsh than what I've seen. Um, I was afraid of a lot. And I didn't really enjoy my childhood because it was really me just like running from what I thought life was. You know, um, never really had the truth put in my face. Um, And I lost my grandmother at a very young age. Um, She was a really great, like, friend slash like confidant you know someone I really trusted with a lot of information I guess but I was young so it wasn't like I had a lot of information to tell her but for me in those in those young days it was like I could you know run to her and give her the best hugs that that's something that would calm me down and um I just had like the worst dreams all the time and like I said environmental these are the things that I'm listening to and watching on TV um, that created these things you know um, in my head so I'm having these bad dreams and dodging life (laughs) and my only safe space for me was family And I really enjoyed being at my grandmother's house, but I also enjoyed being with my own family. I loved, um, you know, I was, I'm the only girl (laughs) and I, I loved having little brothers and being able to play with them and hang out with my older brother, um, learning how to play video games and stuff like that. But I never really like understood why the, those things were so comforting to me, um, So let's dive into that, right? Um, With anxiety, right, we're always looking for something that's going to, um, sorry, he is playing with an eraser. Um, (laughs) With anxiety, we're always going to look for something that is going to place us in a state of calm, right? And what does that look like? That looks like... um, you know, anything that isn't chaotic, whereas for me, it was family um, and friends. When I got older, it was friends' houses. I loved hanging out with people that loved being around me. Um, it was very comforting to me. Um, and music, music for me was a huge comfort when it came to anxiety. Um, and let's just say like I of course you guys already know that I'm a singer so like music was just so it was like a whole different world you know I a place where I can go and I can write music um and back then I thought I was writing music like I would pretend 
but it was just me memorizing other people's lyrics, you know, and just writing it down and pretending like I was um, writing my own songs. I would write poetry um, and kind of try to make them into songs, um, but that was my safe haven, you know. Um, I really looked at the world as a scary place and a place that I didn't belong and so once I finally grew out of that, <laughs> um, it was just a whole different thing, you know? I'm so grateful that I grew out of that um, to an extent. Um, yeah, so new ceiling. <laughs> um, so yeah, I 100% believe... Um, in the whole gut health thing because recently I've been doing a cleanse slash um, fast, I'll say, where I'm trying to clear my mind and my head. And where this all came about was I'm watching this live and this, this lady's talking about how sugar 100% alters your mind. And I never thought about it this way. I've always thought about sugar as something turning into fat. And for a while now, I've been really on, you know, my health journey, but I never thought about it as um, a mind-altering drug. And honestly, it really is. And so... The more sugar you have, the more carbs that turn into sugar you have, um, the more of a drug it becomes in your mind, you know? And this is 100% true. So if you think about how I was saying that the things I was watching was programming my mind, plus I'm eating the sugar plus my mom was eating the sugar, plus her mom was eating the sugar. So like mind altering as soon as we come out too, you know, we have, we have the formulas now, baby formula, high in sugar, um, everything, the, the foods as a toddler, high in sugar, the, stuff that you're giving to your kids, the Capri Suns, the all of that, whatever. And I know people are going to probably come after me and say, let the kids be kids, which is something that she said too. But I, ultimately, like, as I'm doing this for myself, and I'm not really like, um, I'm not really 100% not allowing my child not to have sugar, but I'm taking some of it away slowly. Like, we don't do as much, much, much ice cream. We don't do as much milk. We don't do as much cheese as we were. Um, I slowed down on the carbs for her. Um, we shifted out her snacks. Um, because she wasn't focused in school. And I really think it was the sugar, the juices, all of that. So swap it out with a conversation and let's see what works. Let's see what's happening, you know. Um, 
And I think it's so cool to be able to open my mind to all these things because otherwise we're just a robot, you know, we're laying in bed, we're watching TV, which none of that is, all of that is fine. None of that is a problem, but then it's, if we're robots and we're doing that every single day, all of the things that we've set out to do for our own lives um, aren't going to happen. We're 1000% programmed, you know? Um, it's wild. <laughs> it's so wild. And, um, it's really sad that some people are willing to fight me. Um, I had some people in my inbox. Some people are willing to fight me on what I said rather than listening because we're so programmed to think that it's just the mind, but the mind only does what the body tells it to do, right? They send, you know, signals to each other all day, heartbeat, you know, think about this, think about that, think about this. Yes, the mind does a lot, but it is fueled by our body. It can only work cor- cor- work. It can only work correctly if it's fueled right. So just changing out some things in my diet and um, some things that I've been listening to, just changing it out. Um, because in, if you think about it, also, I, don't, I really don't want to get into like the programming thing because I want to get back into anxiety. But, um, okay. The Mercury retrograde is happening right now, right? Um, if you believe in it, cool. If you don't, cool. Just listen. Um, I saw something on Facebook and someone said, this retrograde is really hitting relationships right now. Immediately, I was like, not mine. Not mine. We're great. Not mine. I'm not receiving that message. Because how you take on the retrograde is how you take on it. If you're allowing it to take on your life and um, do all these horrible things in your life, then that's how you're living. But if you're allowing yourself to take this opportunity to take, <laughs> take on you know, the things that are happening and um, you know, head on, head straight, who cares, you know? This is happening. Boom. I got a solution. Let's go. This is happening. Boom. I got a solution. Let's go. You know, it's all about your, your take, right? So yes, we are definitely programmed. And the only way to get out of that is to stop eating the foods that are programming us. Start with sugar, start with carbs, cut the carbs like way low, um, get good carbs, but then do your research on what you're eating you know, um, it's a whole nother conversation, but, um, I'm not going to steal her conversations that she has, but I really would love to like give all of that to you. So if you're interested, just shoot me an inbox and I'll give you the link because she is one of those people that doesn't want to be all over social media. Um, as far as like celebrities and stuff like that. So I don't really know who's listening and who's not, but, um, 
So yes, anxiety. Let's go back to anxiety. What can we do if we are anxious, right? Some things that I do um, at nighttime is when I have the most anxiety, um, mainly because of the things that I eat. If it's been happening, it's been um, anything salty. If I eat anything salty and heavy at night, then I have really bad anxiety. I've noticed that. So, one, change what you're eating. But two, um, I've changed what I'm watching um, on TV. So instead of watching YouTube or Netflix or whatever, change that to um, go to YouTube. But then... (laughs) type in um, like sleep and they have so many different sounds that you can listen to while you're sleeping. It's really cool. Um, It also works for your babies. So I've heard that um, if this is something you haven't heard of, I'm sharing this with you. But um, the quiet noise or whatever, the noise where This will age me, but back in the day when you didn't have cable and you got to a channel that didn't work, (laughs) um, it would make this sound, right? And it would have the black and white little balls like just going everywhere. Um, So they have that. I think it's called quiet noise. I have no idea. But that's for the babies. Um, But I listen to just rain I listen to the thunder and the rain and it goes for like eight hours Um, I also have a timer on my tv so it turns off something else that um the lady was talking about on her live was um if you're waking up in the middle of the night a lot turn off the lights turn off the tv the lights all of it close the window um so no lights can come in and that because that's why you're not able to sleep because of all of the lights um it might put you to sleep but it doesn't keep you sleep um so that's something that I've been doing at night it also works with my daughter that's something that she's really into something that we tried last year during the pandemic because she was not sleeping um we would you know turn on sleep sounds she loves sleep sounds It'll put her to sleep faster than melatonin will. Um, And some other things that I do. um, If I am driving and I'm having a panic attack or anything like that, which is so dangerous, but you got to do what you got to do. Life goes on, right? Um, You're crying, you're screaming, whatever. Um, Something that I have learned is um obviously if you're driving pull over um roll the windows down allow some air to come in or i turn the air up really high just like super super cold right it'll snap me out of it really fast um i will turn the music up really loud who cares who's next to you um but make sure it's some music that'll shift your mood So I have a whole playlist of songs that make me feel like the um, amazing leader that I am. And I will 100% turn on that playlist, turn it up as loud as I can with the windows down rolling. And I'm driving, okay? Um, 
if that is not working, then I also um, will listen to um, podcasts. Sometimes the podcast can be a little crazy. Right now, the podcast that I'm listening to, I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> they're talking about like divorce. They're talking about cheating. They're talking about like all this stuff that doesn't really pertain to my life right now. So um, I, <laughs> I just, it's kind of like background noise. So if it's a background noise kind of day, I listen to it. If not, I'm changing it and I'm going to listen to something different that serves me. So, um, there's quote of the day podcast, which is really amazing. Um, I also listen to, um, uh, sermons from a church. Um, and sometimes I listen to, oh, I was listening to Tori Deal, but she no longer does her podcast anymore. Um, so I just kind of go back and listen to a couple of her episodes. She does really well with talking about mental health and all of that. So I for sure go listen to that. Um, something else that I do, uh, just to kind of associate with um, the leadership program that I did, I listen to some books um, on audiobooks, and um, it kind of associates me to that space that I was in uh, in 2019, which was a really good headspace. Um, I listened to it on loud with the windows down. It's very important that you do that on loud with the windows down. Okay. I don't know why, but that's just something that I for sure just like, (laughs) it shifts you because if it's quiet, it's not getting in whatever they're saying. It's not getting in, you know? Um, oh yeah, I also listened to Garen Jones, um, his podcast. Um, he also has some stuff on Spotify that I listened to over and over again. I think in like 2017, I listened to that probably like 3 million times. <laughs> I could probably recite it um, because it just kind of gets you into that clear headspace of amazingness, right? Um, so yes, that's what I do when I'm driving or if I have a panic attack. If I'm at home and, and I'm having a panic attack and I'm crying and I can't really figure out what's going on, um, it's really not up to me to figure out what's going on in that moment. In that moment, it's up to me to calm down, you know, to let it out and calm down. Um, I have so many different ways that I get to that calm space. Um, it just depends on mood, but, um, I light sage and, um, the only way that sage works for me is if I have the windows open and I crack the door a little bit to let the air out, um, the old air out and the negative air out. Uh, I take the sage in, um, what is it called? (laughs) I take the sage in spaces that are cluttered, right? Before I declutter it and I, I just, you know, you no longer, I just say like, you're no, you no longer belong here. Only God belongs here. And, um, 
whatever it is. It doesn't have to be a demon or anything demonic and weird like that. Um, it's just an energy that has to go. And I definitely do it over the bed just to clear the air. Um, some people might like look down on me, but who cares? You know, <laughs> who cares? Um, it works for me and I've seen it work, um, in situations where someone was like upset and I took it across the person's back and I literally could see their shoulders drop and everything just come off of their shoulders. So, um, it works. Okay. Um, I also journal, journaling something that's really important. Uh, get your thoughts out of your head and onto paper because then you realize how ridiculous that they are um, and how how solvable they are, how, how, <laughs> how much of a solution that there is, really. Um, also, um, I used to take a walk. Um, cleaning is really big. Because you don't want to try to change your mindset and your attitude and then your living space or your car or your purse or whatever is cluttered. So I declutter often. I throw a lot of stuff away. And then I'm like, dang, I, I need that. Um, but I let it go. Um, I'm doing all of this from the top of my head because... I realized that I haven't given you guys anything lately. And like I said, it's been a really crazy two months. And in about three, four weeks, I will um, explain it all. But um, I'm finally coming down from this crazy, 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 like, I feel like it was a dream. Um, I had something happen maybe like two months ago, um, the day after I dropped the last podcast I did, and um, it was wild, and I had two days where I felt like crap and wanted to... Um, I just wanted to like sleep and I wanted to sleep for like three weeks <laughs> and um, I realized that my daughter gets to have a piece of me and um, I don't get to go back into depression like I was last year um, and I don't get to go back into the robotic lifestyle that I was in last year. Um, so, yeah. I got up after the second day, snapped the hell out of it. And, um, I mean, it, I still had a week to myself. But um, I was like a zombie, to be honest, but I was doing everything that I needed to do. And as mothers, that's what we have to do. We have to pick ourselves up and move the hell on, <laughs> you know? Um, and it was really dark, but it was so cool because I had 
my friend that was there every step of the way. I had two friends. I had one friend that ran to me, came to me literally that same night um, and talked to me, let me like scream and yell and (laughs) be weird. And then I had the other friend that checked on me every moment, every single moment and called me and um, made sure I was good, made sure I I was eating, made sure, you know, you know, Jordan was where she needed to be, and I honestly, like, that was the best feeling ever, um, but it was like, I felt like it was like the longest panic attack ever, um, and then what happened was, um, I, I'm probably never going to talk about this, but, um, I literally snapped out of it. Um, I spoke to someone and clarified some things and literally was like, all right, cool. Washed my hands of the situation. And then I just literally kept going. Like (laughs) my friend was like, that was really weird. Like you snapped out of it really fast. Are you sure you're okay? I was like, girl, I have no choice, but to be okay. You know, um, I may get some text messages after this, but guys just know I'm good. Okay. (laughs) I'm good. Um, it's exactly why I wanted to come on here and talk about anxiety because, um, it comes and goes, you know, and it's 100% based on environment, but also on your gut health because I probably have worse things going on now than I did then and I feel perfectly fine I have no anxiety people someone could like come up to me and say the worst thing to me and I'm good I'm so good um because my my head isn't clouded with stupidity you know um and I will say that there are some people that's like so far gone you know where if they took a um, a detox like I'm doing, they probably, um, wouldn't do so hot, you know, um, they wouldn't know why they were doing it. They would have withdrawals. They would go crazy and, um, that's okay. That's okay. One day at a time, one step at a time. But, um, I just wanted to get on here and kind of give you guys some ideas on how to, um, live life with anxiety, not cope, not go through, but how to live life with anxiety and live life to the fullest, um, with anxiety because it just is what it is. You know, I'm not saying that once you get your gut health together, that you no longer will have anxiety or that you will no longer be anxious, but, um, guaranteed that, if, um, things were changed, you know, it, you probably wouldn't, um, react the way that you would, um, you know, so hopefully I was able to give you some tools and, um, some insights on what to do when you're in that state of mind. Um, and if you ever need a friend, just know that I'm here for you. 
And it's so much more than talking about what's going on. Sometimes you don't need to talk. Sometimes you just need to do. You need to get up. You need to rip the sheets off your bed. You need to turn the lights on, open the blinds. You know, you need to make it smell like bleach. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's probably not the safest, but, um, you know, sometimes you just need to do. And it that probably will feel so much better than talking about all of the things that are wrong in your life because everyone's going through so much right now. How, how can you be of help to someone else if you aren't helping yourself? You have to be one with yourself. And the only way to be one with yourself and God is to get your gut health together. (laughs) I'm not saying, once again, I'm not saying that being anxious is never going to happen. But get your gut health together and watch the crazy things that you do. You will be anxious. But I'm telling you that God will be able to pull you out of so many more of those things And you'll be more aware of why they're happening instead of creating the thoughts and stories in your head because of programming and things of that nature. So I I honestly can't wait to do a podcast on how they're programming us because if you haven't heard it already, it's really ridiculous and it's crazy. But um, anyways... Thank you guys for listening to me talk about anxiety. Um, I'm sure there's a hotline somewhere, but my hotline is open to anyone who needs it. Um, I hope you guys have the best week ever, and let's have a kicking, I don't know, let's have a kicking day. (laughs) Smile at somebody that you don't know. Love you all.